here we are again <laughs> um hold on let me get my shit together real quick there you go alright man I'm tired <clears throat> I will admit that I'm very tired today um but we're here we're here why are we here because we have more to talk about we have more to say apparently that is <laughs> um today is february 3rd 2022 i cannot believe we are already in the second month of a new year and i'm already exhausted and i'm pretty sure there are a lot of people who feel the same but um we are here and we're going to talk about my week and hopefully when you guys listen to this you'll be able to reflect on yours as well and I hope that you had a good week I really do and if you didn't I hope that next week is better and if next week isn't better I hope that the following week is better um and tell me about your week please write me a note send me a dm send me an email and tell me about your week um whenever you listen to this tell me about your week um what was my week like my week was busy as usual um I got a tattoo I got another tattoo so it's tattoo number 12 I think I got leaves on either side of my breastuses and I'm absolutely in love with them um they are the start of what is going to become a stomach piece an entire stomach piece piece of stuff mm, wow at some point and I haven't drawn it yet I haven't designed it yet but I know what it's going to be so I'm looking forward to it <coughs> excuse me but what else happened so that was monday um i had a full work week which is great my kiddos are doing well um for those of you who don't know i work with kids um each of them is growing which is fantastic i'm challenged every day by my position and that's okay because i enjoy it but it is taking its toll in some ways and i will admit that to myself um i said to someone earlier today about two hours ago i said i'm so so tired he said why I said I put myself I put energy in a lot of things and I'm invested in many things and I think I overexert how much energy I put into each and everything that I'm invested in and I think today I'm just having a moment I know today I'm just having a moment of being tired um I feel successful though this week was was successful I'm tired for good reason and I'm okay with that but I am proud of as well that I listened to my body and I decided not to go to gym straight after work and I decided to just dedicate this evening to recording like planned but um yeah it's Thursday and tomorrow's Friday and I've got I don't have plans for this weekend like I thought I did and that's okay well I have plans I'm just not sure if I'm gonna show up but they weren't the plans I originally had but not that anybody cares Nonetheless, I hope this weekend is good. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be productive. I will make it so. Um, I am stressed in some ways. And I'm hoping for certain stresses, stresses to be relieved in the next 24 hours. Or at least by the time I wake. But that is out of my control. So I sit here very comfortably on my bed with dry lips because I misplaced my trapstick again. And a glass of water and a cup filled with popcorn and I surrender control to 
or I surrender to the lack of control I have over certain things. So, on that note, shine and rise, rest and rejuvenate, babies. Welcome to another episode of the Socks Podcast. Um, you know, every time I say that, every time I record that, it feels unreal. I feel odd. It feels like it's just weird because I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing this. So if every episode you do hear me have a moment of like of disbelief that I'm actually in the position that I'm in because I put myself in this position, um, just go with it. It's truly coming from a point of of gratitude, intense gratitude, and um, yeah, just gotta cherish the moment. Today. Well, this week, I reached out to everybody on my personal Instagram because um, at this point, I haven't launched the podcast yet. So whenever this does release, I have no idea what episode number this is going to be. It could be episode 100. But I want you to know that in this day, at this time, I have not released the Socks podcast yet. So I reached out to everybody on my story this week, my personal page. And I asked for everybody to talk about the intimacy or the definition of intimacy to what, what I asked everybody what their definition of intimacy is. There you go. And I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about what intimacy is to me in different facets of my life based on experience and observation. <clears throat> um, my room let's start with what's right in front of me my room is very intimate and i say that based on its size my room is pretty small and it's an intimate space and if there wasn't a certain if there wasn't a uh, closet outside of my door it would be a perfect square um my room is intimate and it's but it's comfortable it's cozy and for now it's just right for the meantime for what is in here and what fills the space it is it's just right and it makes me happy and it, it makes coming home pleasurable and enjoyable but it is an intimate space um and i think that's one of the interesting things about intimacy is that it can be defined by so many things and in this regard in this room it's defined by literal size of space but it's not always like that you can have an intense amount of intimacy in a very large room. And in those cases, I feel like that is defined by how many people are in the room. Intimate gatherings, for me, are no more than 10 people in a room at a time. No matter how big the space is. And obviously if it's a smaller room and about that amount of people, then it's more intimate. But if it's a large space and that many people can still be intimate because by virtue of how many people there are, how few people there are, it creates an, an unintentional gravity for people to stay close to one another, which is interesting. And I've, and I've observed this on a number of occasions recently because I've, I've, I've found myself exposed to a mix of different environments, public environments that I'd been invited to and last week I found myself in a pretty small event space with a lot of people so the space itself was intimate but the the occasion with the amount of people that there was not intimate at all there was nothing intimate about that gathering other than the sweet nothings that were happening in certain corners of the room but at the same time 
I had Friendsgiving last year and massive, massive, massive room. And there were maybe 10 of us. And that allowed for pockets of energy to be spread across the room as people, different people gravitated towards one another. And there were almost an even amount of pairs in the room but then we all came together at the table a very long dining room table is very majestic and very movie like but it became very intimate it it became very close and it became gratefully a comfortable intimacy and then you have conversations that are intimate conversations that have depth and are below the surface and go further than skin deep and I think for conversations like that be it between a pair or between more than two people the intimacy in those conversations I think is defined by the level of vulnerability that's shared and that level of vulnerability is only really decided by those who are involved which sounds obvious but I felt like it was worth saying anyway I find myself having a lot of intimate conversations in a week and I feel that I have at least an intimate conversation per day which takes a lot of energy because is a lot of, there's a lot of, for the most part, vulnerability, whether it's mutual vulnerability or vulnerability that I'm sharing or vulnerability that is being shared with me. On whatever level, it's intimate and it's close and there's depth and there's a strength in the gravity between people involved. And I value those conversations a lot. I, I value conversations that are not everyday chit chat, small talk, sit at a bar type shit, you know? And I'm finding that lately, and by lately I want to say in the last two years, as we've all been forced into very intimate spaces by virtue of this pandemic and the fact that it's forced us to be isolated in many ways, and I'll I'll cover isolation in a different episode, but we were forced to put ourselves in spaces that were both familiar and unfamiliar on a physical basis and to confront things that we wouldn't have either wouldn't have otherwise confronted if we weren't forced to be there and forced to stay home and to to stay put to shelter in place and so there was a lot of intimate there's a lot of intimacy there's a lot of growth in intimacy that i felt um is very common among many people about among everybody um people have spoken about how they hadn't really had intimate conversations with their partners in a while. They hadn't really had intimate conversations with friends in a while until they were they were put in a position where they couldn't avoid them. So that I think comes down to both a lack of wanting to be vulnerable and also just not having the time to to, to sit down and, and take a moment. But we'll tackle that later as well. But I think a common thing that's happened among all of us is that we've been forced to be intimate we've been forced to be close we've been forced we've been forced to to um, channel a certain depth 
in ourselves um, that we didn't expect and welcome a certain depth from others that we didn't expect as well. And then this intimacy in sex. Um, I am of the opinion that no matter what your relationship is with sex and no matter how much value you put into sex, I think it'll always be and has always be been an intimate activity by virtue of this fact that you really are just sharing you're sharing your entire body with an entire an entire whole other person an entirely whole human being <laughs> you are sharing your body with that person and that's intimate no matter how you see it whether it's robotic sex whether it's romantic sex whether it is you know anything in between sex itself is intimate and I think that's because it's un- it's hmm how do I phrase this I think it's intimate because you can't avoid anything um and in the same breath I think that I will confidently say that no matter how you value it and how you see it be it robotic or romantic or you know Whatever the value of sex is for you, I think that it is vulnerable, whether we like it or not, by virtue of the level of intimacy. Because at that point, there's nothing that can hide your flaws, right? Physical flaws. There's nothing that can hide your physical insecurities. There's nothing that can hide your scars. Um, That you're not entirely in control of what your body does in response to sensation. You're not entirely in control of how you feel in response to the sensations. And that's an intimate thing. That's a vulnerable thing. That's a, that's a, there's a deep end to that. How deep? I think that's choice graded. But it's deep and it's vulnerable and it's intimate. And... I I wonder sometimes if we're ever if we ever lack a level of consciousness in how intimate we allow ourselves to be and how much intimacy we welcome in return I've been, I've observed relationships. What defines them doesn't matter, but I've observed relationships that had, that struggled because the level of intimacy was not shared. The level of intimacy was not reciprocated. One person was, had des- had a desire for intimacy and one person was okay with intimacy and the, okay with the closeness and okay with the uncomfortability that came with that, i.e. vulnerability. And the other person was like, I'm okay, you know? And I wonder sometimes if our avoidance of intimate spaces is a testament to something so much bigger. Um, and I think I'm, I'm encountering thoughts with myself right now on my stream of consciousness that make intimacy and vulnerability interchangeable terms because their meaning seems to 
intersect more than maybe I anticipated. Um, and maybe that's because I equate the two. Maybe I, I equate intimacy with vulnerability and maybe I think in some way, shape and form, whether or not I can explain that now, but maybe I think in, in some way, shape or form, one can't exist without the other. I don't think that would be an, an entirely far-fetched thought. Um, what we do with that, though, I guess is a different story. I value intimacy. I'm sorry. I got real close to the mic. I value intimacy <laughs> a lot. Um, sex for me is a very intimate activity. Intimate conversations. Whether, despite my reluctance to be vulnerable, intimate conversations with depth are things I value, or what I value the most. Or, is on, it's really high up there in terms of the things that I value in life. Um, I value intimate physical space. I think that intimacy can get lost in open spaces. But that, I think, depends on the depth of who's interacting with the space and what is interacting with the space. Someone said to me, I say that because um, a friend of mine recently went to the Grand Canyon, which is uh, on top, right at the top of my bucket list, bucket list there. But um, he said he went to the Grand Canyon and one of the things he said to me was, in as much as this space is huge, it's massive, it's profoundly big. He said, in as much as it seemed that the space was almost endless and again this is please note that this is a paraphrase so if you listen to this knowing who you are and it sounds like i've gotten your words twisted it's just a paraphrase and it's just what i read and it's just what i interpreted so don't come at me about it nonetheless <laughs> he said it as much as it's a massive massive space it felt very intense intimidating and intimate and I think that was a play on what he was feeling at the time and what he was going through at the time. And the depth of that experience for him, he went there for a very therapeutic reason outside of the adventure, um, which is where he and I align and, and can relate. But... I just find it interesting that a space that large can feel intimate, can feel as intimate and close and vulnerable and deep as this matchbox sized room that I'm in. Um, a lot of my thoughts about this topic earlier this week made more sense, I won't lie. So if you found it a little bit difficult to, to ride with me, I apologize. But I want to say thank you to the people who did respond to my story and were confident and comfortable enough to be, to share their perspectives and their 
feelings about this term intimacy and who engaged in get this intimate conversations with me about the topic i may not read all of them but i'm gonna read some of the responses that came in and this is the first time i'm reading them so um bear with me if someone's grammar doesn't make sense and i have to stutter it's nothing new um bear with me if my processing of what is said is slow or on the opposite spectrum becomes a tangent of conscious thought we are in fact on the socks podcast and it is about a stream of consciousness a perpetual stream of consciousness so you wouldn't be here if you weren't already understanding of that so i'm going to read some of them and i'm going to respond in a very personal way so if those people end up listening to the pod and listening to this episode when it releases i want you to know that i'm reading a response and i'm speaking to you in response to you and I want you to take that as an introduction to a conversation. I want you to take that as an open opportunity to to respond back to me and to for us to have an open conversation and an intimate conversation about this. So take that as, in, as an invite by all means. And to everybody else who didn't respond, please take this as an open invite to talk to me about it too. To share with me what your feelings on intimacy are and to share with me what your perspective is and your, your experience is with this term this 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 concept um and let's see what comes from it so i'm gonna read the shorter ones um the ones that were straight in the box and didn't require entire dm essays <laughs> so someone says intimacy means trusting someone and knowing that they are in your corner i like that i like that a lot I think it's true. I can definitely say that I can I'm selective about who I'm intimate with because I value intimacy so much and so I don't think that anybody should get the right to have an open passage to an ex, an intimate experience with me. Um no matter what that intimacy is defined by whether it's sex, whether it's conversation, whether it's sharing a space, no matter what it is. Um I think that it's relevant to be picky with how with who gets exposed to your intimacy intimacy. So, yeah, trusting someone and knowing that they're in your corner is massive because when your trust is grounded in somebody um hmm it makes intimacy easy. It makes intimacy almost automatic. So I feel it. Someone else said intimacy is connecting. Okay. It's vague, but I understand it. Um, given the person who sent this, I want to assume that you are saying intimacy is connecting because from a very mental and emotional standpoint i know this because i've observed a relationship that you were in with someone close to me and i think one of the biggest things that made you too so strong at the time was your level of intimacy and the the unwavering desire to be intimate with each other on more than just a sexual basis and that allowed your sexual intimacy to be 
strong and connected. Um, someone said, intimacy is vulnerability of one's being to another in many forms. You sent me a voice note and I haven't listened to the voice note yet. And I'm going to listen to it after I've finished up here. And then I'm going to add it with your permission. I'm going to add it to the pod itself so that everybody else can listen to it too. So we're going to, we're going to hold on that one. And thank you for being confident enough to share a voice note. Um, someone said, intimacy is chilling doing something with the loved one that we both enjoy. I like that. I think that shows me that you are... Intimacy to you is sharing is very much based on, in many parts, among other things, sh- is based on space, shared space, and mutual ground, and mutual respect, and mutual enjoyability. And I, I love that. Um, I'm not going to read the other one because that was a little bit silly. Um, someone else said, let's go to the DMs. Someone said, Intimacy intimacy means everything essentially. Everything that balances the individual mentally and physically in the most honest way. Mm. I like that one. I like that one a lot. Intimacy means everything essentially. Everything that balances the individual mentally and physically in the most honest way. If I were in front of you and you had said this to me, I would have asked you if intimacy is the tie, the binder, the glue between the mental and physical for people or for the individual, or is it that because the there's a there's a balance between mental and physical for that individual that intimacy is created, but perhaps in other other facets of their lives or in multiple facets of their life I'm cramping hold on there you go and that's on being old folks (laughs) (laughs) um that's so funny so I just read that, that I'm limited to 30 minutes which is crazy but I might just release an episode two then, clearly, because I have four minutes left. <laughs> okay. Um, somebody else said, mm, this is a long one. Intimacy is being yourself with somebody. You're complete and God itself. Being able to tell that person things you're considering or something about that you've never said to anybody else as you go through changes in life. Things you would be embarrassed to say to others, but knowing that this person will seek to understand and not rush to judgment or preconceived ideas. Intimacy is being comfortable enough to be able to be honest and truthful. And that comfort comes from knowing how you'll be perceived. Physical intimacy, cuddling naked sex, cuddling just doing cuddles without having any sex, walking up behind my girl and holding, spooning her from behind unexpectedly, eye contact during sex, being able to talk openly about what each other wants during love, making without yours a what? Without treating it like a chore. Mm. Being desired, sought after sexually as a man. 
He said many men feel sexually undesirable in a relationship because all sexual contact with their girl is initiated by them and 50% or more of the time it's met with rejection. I'm tired, have a headache, and not in the mood. Just hold me without having to fuck me, etc. So they seek external validation and other women will give it. Next thing he knows, he's cheating when all he was looking for was to be reassured that he's desirable. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So I'm going to finish this episode off here. And I sure as shit am going to press record straight after I press stop recording. Because I want there to be an episode or part two immediately um because we're going somewhere here so stay tuned <laughs>